Straight from Washington, D.C., right across from the Capitol, this is Special Session with former Congressman John Porter, where you'll hear from the most interesting people in America. Here is your host, John Porter. Welcome to Special Session from Washington, D.C., across the street from the United States Capitol. And today with me, I have a very close and dear friend for 20 plus years, Councilwoman Jerry Schroeder from the city of Henderson, Nevada. Uh, the councilwoman was first elected in 2007 to the city council and then re-elected in 2011. Uh, like I said in the opening, we've been friends for a very, very long time. And councilwoman, I must applaud you for your passion for service. Again, for your many years, starting in the insurance business, we were in business, uh, we, although competitors in the insurance business, but very good friends. But uh, welcome. I'm really excited that you're here. and. Tell us why you're in Washington. Why are you here this week? What's happening? Well, thank you, Congressman Porter. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. And yes, we have been friends for a long time. And yes, we have been on opposite sides of some things here and there. Uh, but we have always worked very well together. We've always been friends. And so I want that message to be out there that even though you might not be on the same side of the fence, that you can still work together and uh, for, for what's the best thing for everybody. So what brings me out to Washington, D.C. is the National League of Cities Conference. Um, I serve as the, uh, on the Board of Directors, uh, on the Legislative Committee. I also serve on the Community and Economic Development Steering Committee as a chair of that. And then I chair the First Tier Suburbs Committee. And then I vice chair the Western Municipal Association, which consists of the 14 states in the western part of the United States. So the reason why I'm here and I attend this conference uh, is for getting a lot of information, really. But basically, everything that happens um, in Washington, D.C. trickles down over to our local cities and our governments. And it's important to be here to get this information so that way I can be a better public servant. In, uh, in Henderson, Nevada. Well, and thank you for inviting me to be a part of the uh, Western Municipalities meeting this week uh, and to meet some of your friends and colleagues. Uh, it's, it's very impressive the, the amount of hours you've put in while you're here. I, I have a hard time keeping up with you I'm, and I'm, I'm excited that you're here and that you're a part of this uh, leadership of not only Nevada and the city of Henderson, but the nation. But uh, you've been really busy. Uh, of, of the meetings that you've had, what, what is the most memorable so far on this trip? What, what do you feel the best about? What I, uh, what I got out of this uh, conference was how many people from all over the country, how many cities participate in this conference to get ideas, to share ideas, to find what best practices are, and work together to bring the same issues that are across the country that go from one city to another to our congressional delegation. Uh, we have cities in the north, the south, the east, the west, the middle of the country. We have rural, suburban, and uh, metropolitan areas. And there's always a common denominator, uh, whether it's the community development block grants that we all uh, need desperately for our, uh, our residents and our communities. A lot of them need these, uh, these, uh, this funding, the nonprofit organizations, to help people from becoming homeless, or maybe they're helping homeless veterans, or maybe it's the Meals on Wheels helping seniors who can't get out and are homebound um, to have a hot meal every single day. A lot of uh, different services that are so needed in our community that uh, if the community development block grants weren't there to help assist 
than a lot of these nonprofits and these uh, and more than nonprofits, but these people. Now, in, in Nevada, uh, for our, for our listeners uh, from around the world, uh, Nevada has a number of new members of our federal federal delegation. Uh, we're really proud of them and looking forward to their service. Uh, but you know, I've heard for years when I was on city council and uh, sister city of Boulder City, and then when I was in the state senate, that people would say, "Why do you need to go to Washington D.C.? We we have elected people, even though they they're new or they've been here a long time, uh, they have a job to do. Why do why do you think uh, a city councilman and a leader in Nevada public service should be here in Washington?" Well, I think what people don't understand is what happens in each different office. So, for instance, in, uh, if you're a member of the House of Representatives or you're a United States Senator, you have a couple of offices. You have your office in Washington, D.C., and you have your office in the local district. Uh, in the local district, in the state, um, the staff help people with their day-to-day -day issues if they need help with getting veterans benefits or if they're having problems with Social Security or if they need some assistance with the Department of Education because they can't figure out um, how to get through to the Department of Education for their student loans. Um, so that's more the constituent services that happen in the local office. The legislation happens in Washington, D.C. So those staff members uh, in Washington, D.C. are the ones that can help with appropriation issues and, uh, and any kind of legislative issues. So when we're talking about appropriating funding or we're talking about transportation or we're talking about um, any kind of uh, federal uh, assistance that we need in, the, in our states and in our cities, we have to come to Washington, D.C. because that's where the staff that understands and knows those issues back and forth, knows how everything works on Capitol Hill, knows how the, the, uh, the White House works. That's all done in Washington, D.C. Yes, you could meet with your representative in their local office, but what's going to happen is that they're going to have to try to remember and, and, uh, and explain the, the issues to their staff in Washington, D.C. Plus, you worked for our, our mutual friend, friend uh, then Congresswoman Shelley Berkeley, so you understand uh, the, the importance and the difference between a district office and Washington. But what I noticed this week, Councilwoman, when we were meeting with especially the new members of the Nevada delegation, how much they appreciated hearing from you and their staff, because many of them are new to Nevada politics. But I, I really uh, I was proud of you for working with the staff, but they they really needed your advice and counsel as well. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure, well, as anybody who is new at any job, uh, they don't know uh, all the issues, and it's hard to understand every single issue. So to, uh, to come here and explain, them, explain to them what the issues are that are important to your local, uh, your local jurisdictions is important because we can't know everything. As elected officials, even though some people think that I'm an elected it's official automatic. and I know you everything. You know everything about everything, yeah, right? You really don't. Um, there's no way you can know about water issues, all the water issues, or about uh, energy issues, or about transportation issues, or, um, or about uh, housing issues, economic development. There are so many different issues that, and this is why you see a lot of lobbyists come to Washington, D.C., whether it's the Alzheimer's Association or any other organization. It's so that we can help our members of Congress understand what those issues are. Because like I said, as an individual, you can't know everything. But we, we're here to help 
educate and uh, and allow them to understand what those issues are so when those issues come up on the floor of the house for a vote that they're more educated than they're prepared to be able to make a vote in an educated way well you did a great job and, and i saw it and could feel the the energy and it's very very positive we also had a chance to meet uh one of your friends and colleagues dr uh, gordon who's a City Councilman from Burbank, California, yes. correct? So yes. you met him on one of the committees that you serve on with the National League, right? Sure, yeah. Uh, Councilmember Dr. Gordon and I serve on the Community and Economic Development Steering Committee. Uh, that's one of the other advantages of coming to these national conferences is because you work with your colleagues across the country and then you get to know them and so when something comes up it's really easy to pick up a phone and say I know this council person in this city or this mayor in that city um, whether it's uh, just asking them for instance uh, the city of Henderson recently visited Mesa Arizona and so we contacted my friends over there in Mesa Arizona on the council and asked can we come over and see what your light rail is take a look at your low-income housing and uh, and how you work that through take a look at the redevelopment development area and the downtown art district. It's uh, so that way we can see what other cities are doing so that way we can plan our city better too. So what would you say uh, as we conclude today would be one of the top issues that the city of Henderson's facing right now uh, in, in your leadership role and in, in looking at uh, the next you know, short term, long term, what is number one in your mind right now? And I, I know it's tough to say what's one, but right. if there were a paramount, what would it be? Sure. Well, of course, economic development is very important to all cities, um, and it ties into so many different things. Infrastructure. You have to make sure you have infrastructure in order to be able to have businesses come um, to your jurisdiction, to your city. Um, included with that is uh, an educated workforce, because when you're trying to attract new businesses, they want to make sure that they have an educated workforce to be able to just step into the position. So then you have to have education too to go with that educated workforce. So Absolutely. you work really closely with the uh, with the colleges and the and the high schools. Um, and uh, so there's just uh, there's a whole bunch that goes into um, planning a community. Uh, but economic development, if there is no if there are no businesses, then then nobody's going to be coming to your city. Right. And if there's nobody coming to your city, there's no point in uh, building homes and then and having schools. So it all starts off with businesses. Well, you guys are doing a tremendous job on economic development and as one of the fastest growing cities for years in the country. Uh, I, I would uh, just really like to say thank you very much for your time and look forward to possibly spending a little more discussing some of your priorities. Uh, again, very proud of you and more importantly, consider you a friend. Councilwoman Jerry Schroeder from Henderson, Nevada, thank you for joining us today in Washington, D.C. on special session. Well, thank you very much. We've kind of grown up together. Yes, this, we still are. Yes, yeah, we're still growing up together. So. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for your friendship, too. All the best. This concludes another podcast of Special Session with former Congressman John Porter. Thank you for listening.